Hi, hello, welcome to the Counselors Podcast this week. We will be talking about high school transition. My name is Gabriella Cowan. I'm the eighth grade counselor. And hi, I'm Celia Eichbisch, the seventh grade counselor. So I'm here to talk to you guys about graduation requirements. So if you look at all the classes that students have to take with their four years of high school, there's 32 slots um, for classes to take. Um, graduation requirements, they are required to take 27 credits to graduate. So that leaves a little more wiggle room for them to take extra electives. Um, so let me talk to you a little bit about the courses that are needed to take. So there's going to be four um, English language art, which is one every year, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, and then four mathematics courses, four science, and four social studies. Also, in the state of Texas, in order to graduate, students are required to take two years of a language other than English in the same language. So, for example, if students take uh, Spanish one um, their freshman year, they need to take Spanish two their sophomore year, um, and they get the two credits to that fulfill their graduation requirement. Um, um, they also need one fine arts credit, one PE credit, and seven electives. Of these seven electives, four of them are going to come from their program of study for their academy. And Ms. Eichbusch will talk a little more about programs of study and endorsements in academies. Um, also, um, this year, the term pre-AP is going away. So if you've had any other students go through the high school and they've taken pre-AP classes, this coming year, uh, we're doing away with pre-AP and they're going to be called um, advanced. So you would be taking advanced classes. Um, and also, all eighth graders have received their transition booklets. If you um, ask your eighth grader, we have not seen your transition booklet. There's a lot of information about high school transition, the credits, endorsement, and academies. Um, in there, a lot of valuable information. Um, also, I wanted to um, remind you guys that on December the 16th, there's a high school parent information night here at Cedar Valley from 5.30 to 7.30. Um, so if you have uh, some of the information that we're going to share with you today is similar to the one you're, we're going to share on December the 16th. We just want to make sure everybody has um, um, all their questions answered. All the questions answered. So um, I'll also, now that I'm with dates, I'll just um, let you guys know the Westwood High School IB information meeting at Westwood High School is going to be January the 9th at 5.30 p.m. On uh, For Round Rock High School, the Round Rock High School Parent Night and Academy and Elective Fair is going to be on January the 29th from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Round Rock High School cafeteria. And also, um, the McNeil Parent Night and Elective Fair is going to be January the 28th from 6 to 8 p.m. in the McNeil High School Cafeteria. Uh, for Advanced Academics Night at McNeil High School, that date is January the 15th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at McNeil High School. Uh, the Choice sheets for high school for the eighth graders are going to be reviewed in class during their science classes on January the 23rd, and then they're going to be due back to the Cedar Valley counselors on February the 3rd. February the 3rd, and the high school counselors will be here on campus on February the 20th and the 21st to register our eighth graders for high school. So um, if you have any questions about these dates, they are available on the Cedar Valley um, counselors website. Um, and also we'll be, we'll be um, sending more information about these dates throughout the, the dates coming up. Here are 
here's Miss Eichbusch. Thanks, Miss Cowan. So I want to talk to parents today about programs of studies, academies, and endorsements. And it can sound a little overwhelming at first, but as the students go through high school, it is become second nature. It's not that difficult to earn an academy endorsement. So what happens is, as Ms. Cowan said, four of the seven electives that the students take are part of their program of study. Now what I've talked to students about is they're not going to pick an academy, they're going to pick a program of study, and their program of study will drive the academy. So for instance, in um, the high schools we have the Business and Industry Academy, the Health Science Academy, the Public Service Academy, the STEM Academy and the Visual and Performing Arts Academy. So say a student wants to take their program of study to be choir. That means that they would take four of their seven electives would be choir classes. So that would be their program of study. Since choir falls under fine arts, they would automatically be in the Visual and Performing Arts Academy. You have to think of academies like we have teams in middle school. They're groups of students with similar interests taking the similar types of electives. If you have a student that wants to study health science, then they would take four classes, one their ninth grade year, 10th grade year, 11th grade year, and 12th grade year, and then that would automatically place them in the Health Science Academy. If you have a student who is interested in engineering courses or math courses, five math courses, that will automatically place that student in the STEM Academy. If you have a student that, say, is interested in journalism or marketing or 3D animation and game design, that would fall under the Business and Industry Academy. So they're not going to pick an academy and then pick courses. They pick courses first, and the courses will then drive their so-called team or academy placement. Now, academy is a local Round Rock Independent School District term. It is not recognized by the colleges in the state of Texas. So that is a local term. In the state of Texas, the colleges recognize the term endorsement. So students graduate with an endorsement stamp on their transcript. Now, their classes that they choose, again, their electives, will determine what endorsement stamp is stamped on their, their transcript. The endorsements that students can have stamped on their transcript are business and industry, public service, STEM, arts and humanities, or multidisciplinary. The biggest difference is there is not a health science endorsement. If you are taking health science classes, and you are in the Health Science Academy, your transcript will be stamped with public service endorsement because the state of Texas determines that health science classes fall under the area of public service. The other difference is we have a Visual and Performing Arts Academy in Round Rock Independent School District, but the state of Texas recognizes arts and humanities. So if the student is taking fine arts courses for four years, they would be in the Visual and Performing Arts Academy, but the endorsement stamp would be arts and humanities endorsement. Um, there are most students in, that graduate 
with Round Rock actually graduate with more than one endorsement, not really even meaning to do so. And I can give you a personal example of that. My son, when he graduated about um, eight years ago, he graduated with a arts and humanities endorsement because he was in band every year. He also had five math classes when he graduated and that automatically earned him a STEM endorsement. So without even really trying, he was just taking classes that he liked. He earned two endorsements. So do not get caught up and worried about how am I going to get my endorsement. You are going to meet with the counselor every single year that you were in high school, you and your student, and they will be making sure that you are on track to meet all the graduation requirements and on track to get the endorsement that is needed. And earning an endorsement stamp is very easy. It is not something to get stressed out about at all. When the students are registering for high school, they will be completing a four-year plan, like a roadmap that says, this is these are the classes I want to take in ninth grade. These are the classes I want to take in 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. They're not registering for classes for 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. They're only registering for ninth grade. It's just a roadmap to make sure they're planning for all those required credits, 27 credits, and how they're going to fulfill that endorsement requirement. Each year when the high school counselor meets with you, they're going to pull out that four-year plan and say, is this still what you want to do? Do we need to tweak it? Or do you want to change anything? Um, so it's it's going to be very easy getting through school. I know it can be a little daunting sometimes and a little overwhelming, but I promise you there's going to be so many people there to make sure that everything's going fine and your student is going to know exactly what they need to do. They're not going to have any worries at all. All of our 7th grade and 8th grade students have now completed a career interest inventory also that links to programs of study. So when they completed their career interest inventory, it gave them results of careers and showed them possible programs of studies at the high schools that they can take. And then they could click on those programs of study and it showed them exactly what four courses would needed to be to complete that program of study. Your student has access to that career program all the way until they graduate high school. It is their account. They can take those tests, those career interest tests, as many times as they like. They can research careers. They can research programs of study. We have the link on our counselor website. So if you go to the Cedar Valley Middle School counselor website and look for the tab that says career inventory, that is the link. So as parents, you're not gonna be able to get into that link because it has to be through your student's account. So your student can pull it up on their student account and show you the results of those um, tests that they took. So I hope this information will help you. I understand that on December 16th, we have a couple of other events going on that might make it difficult for you to make that parent night. We apologize, scheduling is very difficult. We had to work with all the high schools, the early college high school program, the IB program. But please know this is something extra that Cedar Valley does um, to make sure you get the information. You will also have the same information given to you at the high school parent nights in January.
So please think that you're not, please do not think that you're missing something because we're going to make sure that information is out there. We're also, for the families that cannot attend that December 16th parent night, we are going to put a recording of that night on the website. And you can also email any counselor here at Cedar Valley with questions at any time. So we hope that you have a great week and we hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. Yes, we do. And we hope some of this information uh, benefits a lot of you. If you were some confusion, I hope uh, we cleared that up a little bit today. And like Ms. Eichbush said, if you still have any questions after all these presentations, please do not hesitate to call. We want this transition to be pretty smooth for for, um, our students, but as well as our parents. So thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week.